Hello, Olentangy. This is Krista Davis, Olentangy's Chief Communications Officer. One thing that Olentangy has become known for are the special education services provided to our students. Families have even moved to our district so their children may receive the support that we offer. I'm joined today by three people that lead at each of the different levels, preschool, elementary, and secondary, for our pupil services team. They oversee the implementation of the services offered here at Olentangy. Jacqueline Roscoe, Stephanie Dabrico, and Malika Jefferson. Thanks for being here and sharing about your efforts. Let's have you each introduce yourself, starting with Mrs. Roscoe, who leads our special needs and peer model preschool program. Welcome, Mrs. Roscoe. Hello, Krista. I'm so glad to be here. I was fortunate to start my professional career with Olentangy as an elementary teacher, and then I moved into an administrative role, being a data and research supervisor. I'm an elementary assistant principal, and then an elementary principal. Starting in fall of 2019, I resumed this role as being the assistant director of pupil services, overseeing our district's preschool program. I'm excited to share more insight to the special needs services that we provide to our students starting at the age of three. Um, our special ed services most commonly in preschool are in that speech and language support, but also might be in fine motor, gross motor, and social emotional. I personally focus on the licensure with ODE, preschool programming, our staff hiring of intervention specialists and preschool assistants, as well as our preschool to elementary transition and the recruitment of peer models. I'm very fortunate to have two preschool supervisors that oversee the daily operation of our preschool and supervise our wonderful staff. That is fantastic. With our preschool program geared towards students with special needs, could you share a little bit more about the curriculum taught and the role of the peer models in that situation? For the Olentangy Preschool Program, to be a peer model, you do have to apply. We will release that peer model application annually in January. We are looking for peer models that demonstrate typically developing skills in the area of language, fine motor, and gross motor. If and when your child gets accepted to be a peer model, we feel that they also benefit from our program, not only from the academic rigor, but from the social emotional development and the acceptance and the leadership skills that they gain from our program. I have been impressed always with the uh, preschool program that Olentangy offers and just hearing you describe it is exciting uh, for me to hear what is offered to our preschool students. So thank you for sharing. After preschool comes our kindergarten through fifth grade elementary learners. Mrs. Dabrico, would you share with us about yourself and the elementary level services here at Olentangy? Hi there, yes. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to share. My name is Stephanie Dabrico, and I'm the Assistant Director of People Services for the elementary grade levels. I also oversee our district's English Learner Program and our team of speech therapists. At the elementary level, we also have four elementary pupil services supervisors who are assigned to our 16 elementary buildings. The elementary supervisors and I help to support building administrators and staff as well as work directly with parents of special needs children. I am a former speech therapist and I've worked in Olentangy schools since 2008 as a pupil services administrator. We are proud to offer a continuum or a range of special education services at all grade levels. Our elementary service model includes both push-in or inclusive classroom support for students with special needs, as well as pull-out or small group or individual instruction, 
geared towards a student-specific IEP goals. We also have specialized learning centers in all of our elementary buildings, which provide additional support and expertise for students with more intensive special needs. Our philosophy at all of our grade levels is to have students in their least restrictive environment, which means to the fullest extent possible that they are spending the majority of their time in regular education classrooms with their typically developing peers. We sincerely believe in the district's mission to facilitate maximum learning for all students. Thank you, Mrs. Dabrico. It is a different setup in the elementary school where students are in a home-based classroom and then meet with different specialists during the day, as opposed to when they move up to middle school. How does your team manage that transition? We have structured internal systems in place that we've developed over the years to ensure the smoothest transition possible for students from fifth to sixth grade. And we also have similar transition structures and processes for the preschool to kindergarten transition, as well as the eighth to ninth grade transition. The transition planning process starts in December of the current school year. Our staff between those elementary and middle school buildings communicate and collaborate throughout the spring about a student's needs and services. Individualized middle school schedules are created and IEP services are reviewed to ensure successful implementation when the student transitions from elementary to the middle school model or schedule. We also provide parents of transitioning students with additional support, communication, and resources to describe the transition process and help parents know what to expect. Parents of IEP and 504 students in the district receive monthly newsletters from our parent mentors, and they host a special education resource series on topics such as assistive technology, self-advocacy, dyslexia, and behavior, just to name a few. Our parent mentors also host virtual coffee chats as another way to connect with parents of students with special needs in order to provide support and network with other parents. So that now takes us to Mrs. Jefferson, who is another one of our pupil services assistant directors. She is in charge of services at the middle and high school levels. Tell us about yourself, Mrs. Jefferson, and how it all works at the secondary level. Well, thank you for having me. As mentioned before, I currently oversee the secondary level. Um, we also have four pupil services supervisors at the secondary level that oversee all of our high schools, middle schools, and transition services. Um, I've had the pleasure of working in a variety of settings prior to coming to ONTNG. Um, some of those throughout my career that I've um, held, I've been a former high school SLC teacher, I've worked as a transition coordinator, as well as working in home settings and community settings with people with disabilities um, through Franklin County Board of DD and other independent living agencies. I myself have multiple children with disabilities of my own, and I think that that really helps me with relating to parents and students in our community. Um, to share a couple of highlights of our services at the middle school and high school level, um, most services that were reviewed by Stephanie for the elementary, we also have at our high school and middle school levels, such as SLC classrooms um, and other things like that. At the middle school and high school level, we are big on inclusive classrooms, especially for our ELA and math services. And so most of those services are in an inclusive setting with a gen ed and IS um, in those settings. 
They provided a variety of um, services, such as work on IEP goals, executive functioning skills, and provided extended time on testing projects. We have at the high school level and middle school level a variety of clubs, offerings, Special Olympics, things that, that students can be involved in, as well as um, when you get to the high school level, we incorporate transition services where students can have a variety of services through transition coordinators, job coaches. Um, students can also be in our STEM programs, our Delaware County Career Centers. Like everything around Olentangy Schools, your department continues to grow, not just with enrollment, but also as more students are eligible for different services, including English language learners. Can you share with us a little about why the department grows and the benefits to the students? Well, as you mentioned, Krista, our district enrollment continues to increase. About 14% of our student population receives special education services. In addition to special education, we also support students who need 504 accommodation plans, as well as English learners. The English learner population in the district has significantly increased over the last five years. We now have over 950 English learner students representing over 55 different native languages. As mentioned before, we live our mission to facilitate maximum learning for every student by providing a personalized learning pathway and specialized supports for all of our students. Olentangy is able to offer exceptional services to our students because we have staff that go above and beyond. We meet students where they are and have high expectations for student progress and growth. Our staff members are committed to ongoing professional development and they work diligently to build and maintain positive relationships with students and families. This is the key to our success. I think it's remarkable that we have 55 different native languages represented within our English language learners group. And I think that just brings another element of diversity to Olentangy, which is fabulous. As we discuss all of the services available to our students, can you share how the process works in evaluating students in the schools and determining who's eligible to receive extra help? In the elementary, middle, and high schools, the district has an MTSS implemented. That's a multi-tiered system of support where all students in all of our classrooms receive that core tier one instruction. Staff and then administration monitor that student's success and their progress. And like Stephanie said, we're going to create an individual personalized pathway for each student. If students aren't responding to that tier one instruction, our staff across all grade levels are going to consider tier two instruction. And if in fact that continues to not meet the needs of our students, that would be considered tier three level supports. And if we believe that's gonna be needed long-term, um, our school and parent teams may suspect a disability and go to a formalized evaluation process. However, in my new world of preschool, that is in fact different. Our student population starts with students who are evaluated due to them being already suspected for a disability and already questioning that they need tier three supports and qualifying for those students under an IEP or an individualized education plan. For preschool, those students often come from already receiving county services like programs like Help Me Grow from birth to age three. Other ways that students might be identified to attend our Olentangy Preschool and receive those special education services is through a free developmental screener that our district provides called Child Check. 
This is great information and insight on how the schools determine what and how students receive the different services. Once it's determined that a student may receive Tier 2 or 3 intervention services, when does it end? Can you walk us through how a student may stop receiving services and what happens when students graduate from Olentangy? So an IEP can end at any time following the reevaluation process where the team determines that a student no longer needs specialized instruction or supports. Um, exiting from services really is a celebration. IEPs do not continue after graduation. Students may apply for and receive accommodations in college such as extended time. At the high school level, we try to make sure that there's a gradual release as to make progress. We encourage our staff and with teachers and aides to look for opportunities to increase independence and fade adult supports as appropriate. Our work is to prepare students through the IEP process to make them confident learners for a post-secondary environment where they aren't receiving extensive additional supports. That's a great point. Our job is to prepare graduates for the ultimate academic achievement, graduation. One other program that is special in Olentangy is our ACT program for students that require special services after state or district graduation requirements are met. The Academy for a Community Transition Program, ACT, is an Olentangy local school, schools program designed for students who are currently served in our Specialized Learning Centers program. And they have deferred their graduation due to requiring additional transition services to access their post-secondary environment. The administration and staff in this program work diligently to promote a cooperative instructional partnership between families, the school, the community, and adult agencies. ACT combines independent living, vocational, and community integration experiences for students to support them with becoming contributing members of the community. I can't thank you all enough for sharing about the work taking place across the district and pupil services. And thank you to our listeners for supporting our district. We will continue to release a new Hello Olentangy podcast each month during the school year. So until we say hello again, goodbye Olentangy.